previously on the Double Feature Show. Do you know what? Mel Smith went to my school. I oh, met wow. him long before he died. I'm glad you met them. Met him before he died because it would be really weird if you met him after he died. Really, oh, look at this sort of chubby dead man that I'm. <laughs> I really like when you directed Mr. Bean. That was me pressing the button three times. Did it's you hear amazing that, that you've like got that. the button attached to a snare drum. I think that's such a yeah, no, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> well, I thought it'd be fun, you know. Anyway, the word it has got is. Do you want to know? <laughs> Because I'm a bit unsure now. I'm dreading the way you've reacted to it. Come on, what have we got? I'm actually dreading what you might pick. Um, sticky. Oh, my days. <laughs> uh, my mind is shut yeah. to the gutter. And now this. This episode, Sticky. It's the Double Feature Show. Presented by Matt Zitron and... Gav Smith! Yay! We will talk about films that we've chosen, a random generated word. We have both secretly chosen a film and only collaborated on the year it was out, so we don't have the same film. And we will choose a film linked to said word and then talk to you all about it to present a sort of very lightly themed double bill that you'd have at home or in the comfort of a cinema. Ooh, the comfort of a cinema, you say? The comfort of a cinema. Because nothing's more comfortable than paying a lot of money and having people talk behind you through the whole film. Sorry, I'm bitter. So, Gav, do you want to tell everyone what our word is for this episode? This week's episode, (laughs) the word is sticky. (laughs) Sticky. Um, so <laughs> I went first last time. Uh, does that mean I've got to go first? It does mean you've got to go first. I have to admit something to our um, uh, 17 listeners. When Gav <laughs> told me the year of his film before we started mm. recording, mm. Um, I knew instantly what he had chosen <laughs> because I am a big geeky nerd nerd. And yeah. I had a poster of said film on my oh. wall for many years. Probably because I saw myself on the poster. Um, Gav, do you want to tell <laughs> the girls and boys what we're what film you've chosen for the first well, in our double feature? We'll see if anyone else can guess it. It is from 1958, and I've got the year right this time. It stars the legendary actor Steve McQueen in brilliant film. It's The Blob. Whoa. Which, I mean, I'm glad I did work out what the film was quickly, because I've could have either chosen the same thing yeah, or the remake, which is or the remake. It is mainly because this one has the greatest theme tune of any science fiction film ever. Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor. I drew the door and all around the wall, a splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob. And I've actually, everyone, everyone listening at home has just heard me play that same theme tune, because it just kicked in just before I spoke there. You, you didn't hear it, because it's going to be seamless. The, yeah, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I would have been, yes, that was amazing. Wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, oh. I'll, I'll probably, that is something I would debate, because of, you know, Vangelis. But, you know, I'll, no, I'll, I'll accept it. Sorry, sorry. The, the, this theme tune is definitely the best ever. There's no horror movie ever has had such an upbeat 
poppy intro to a film. Name me a horror film that's got that good a tune on it. Uh, well, the problem is, it's the the last tune in American Wolf in London is pretty oh, hilariously upbeat. Um, but yeah, I do agree with you. It yeah. is a it is an absolutely banger. It is, it's it's corker. It really is. It really is. <laughs> anyway, the blob from nineteen fifty eight. Can I just say as well, running time only only eighty six minutes. Oh, it's below dream. ninety minutes. It's below ninety minutes, folks. That I mean, that makes it perfect. It does. I I saw this way back when Channel Four had just opened, and they used to on a late night television show dodgy American sci-fi films from the 50s and 60s and this was one of the ones they showed and I saw this after having seen the remake which probably is not the better way of doing it, I don't know, but it's just a brilliant film about an alien life form that appears in a little meteorite and starts consuming the whole city or the whole village, town uh, in somewhere's Ville America, because I don't think they actually say whereabouts it is in America. It's just somewhere in America, as most of these things were. And Stephen Queen plays a very young man who is trying to stop said blob life form from taking over the town. And it's just, I don't know, it's both hilarious, scary, and just downright badly acted. But it's just a brilliant film. It really is. It's it's fantastic. I, I love it to bits. It's got so many wonderful bits in it. There's a What's one of my favourite lines is brilliant, but they're all trying to say that it's it's just vandals breaking in somewhere and Steve McQueen in the most dramatic voice. Dad, it isn't vandalism. It's a blob from out of space. And it's just, it's brilliant. Because <laughs> nobody believes them. Everyone thinks it's vandals. Yeah. It's sort of indicative of the time. There was yes. lots of that similar vein of... Yeah. For, oh, it's, it's probably Cold War propaganda isn't it foreign invader that's going to overtake our way of life there's the reason why the blob is red you know it's red through the whole thing it's the whole red scare soviet menace and whatever else and that's exactly what it's all about and it's just ah i personally think this is is what just one of those sci-fi movies of that time that just is brilliant and the fact that they managed to remake it much later Shows that it had some something of the story that could do something else with it and remake it. It's got a it's got a sequel as well, um, Son of Blob, which is a great name because I don't know how this alien life form had children, but it obviously did at some point. Well, it obviously met a girl at a bar, and then one thing <laughs> led to another. You got sticky. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and sticky is our word, and. Obviously, the blob, it, the whole film, it, it's it's very sticky. Every time you see this blob on screen, it, it's a very sticky, gloopy mess as it creeps and crawls and slides across the floor. It's a splotch, a blotch. Be careful. Beware of the blob. Sorry, just using some of the theme tune there. That was nice. That was... <laughs> Thanks. I could have sung it, but I decided not to. Didn't want to scare anyone away. I mean, if I wasn't doing a double feature like we're doing it, if I was doing a double feature in involving the blob, I'd probably twin it with something like Them. You know, Ooh, the yes. Ant movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Their posters were very similar as well, from my yeah, memory. Yeah, or, or Invasion of the Body Snatchers would go nicely with it as well. Very similar type Which of idea. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, though? I mean, for because... me, it has to be the Donald Sutherland one. Yeah, but because we've twinned it with this one, maybe the original. 
I don't yeah. know. I, don't I think know. either of those two would be lovely. But yeah, but that's not the point of a of the no, double feature. Not. We're not double featuring it because it's something like that. We're, we're working on a word, and our word was. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, oh no, that's not a nice noise. Don't ever make that again. It's not at all. So I apologize. <laughs> I might have to edit that out just because that's just horrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The Blob is a great film. Like I say, I saw it late night, Channel 4. I don't know if you can get I think you can, I'm just checking now. You can get it on Prime Video. You can rent it for an amazing £2.49. And that would oh. be £2.49 of anyone's money really well spent on a Saturday evening. Popping this on. 86 minutes, do you know? It's just, it's great. That, it's not even a binging TV show. It's just, it's just over an hour. It's easy. Uh, do you know what I um? There was this in the two thousand wherever it started. Do you remember Mystery Science Theater, where they'd watch yeah. old films and sort of they essentially put on TV what you do with your mates. And I kind of yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if I like it. Obviously, there's been some funny things, but I don't like it when people take these films and don't look at them and look at them kind of snarkily. I think yeah. you can both laugh at it and enjoy it and enjoy yeah. what it represents. Yeah, as well, probably a, a beach house for Steve McQueen, but <laughs> probably it, you know, it's, it's a great film and it's it's enjoyable. Yeah, and um, I mean, I think I'm going to go and rewatch it. I haven't watched it in a couple of decades myself. It's well worth a rewatch. It's just like I say, it's one of those films that is just yeah, it's got so much going on in it, but. Absolutely nothing happening in it at all. They're just lots of running around trying to chase down this blob to find out where it is, what it is, how to catch it. And mainly, as they're, well, they're supposed to be teenagers, but I don't think that Stephen McQueen was even close to a teenager at the time he filmed it. Um, nobody believes them, so they're just trying to get the adults of the village, the town to um, believe them and actually get them there. Quite early in his career as well, 58, because, you know, he wasn't in much, after, much before that. One of his first films, so. Before all the good ones. <laughs> well, I think it probably uh, another case for the blob, that not that we need to sell it anymore, but no. is that if it hadn't done well, which it did, and it's yep. still regarded in monster films, um, we might not have all those great Steve McQueen films if it hadn't exactly. been a success. Yeah, 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 probably. But a lot of yeah. people, if you think about a lot of careers, started in horror, you know, Johnny Depp, Kevin yeah. Bacon... Jennifer Aniston, Scarlett Johansson, yeah. just off the top of my head. So it, yeah. it's not, it was probably a, an early example of that. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot, of our, a lot of our great directors started in, in horror as well, didn't they? You know, John Landis, John Carpenter. Well, technically, uh, Steven Spielberg, because yes, his first Spielberg. film was meant to be a duel. Yeah. Um, with what's his name? With Robert McCallum from is yeah. it? He was in McLeod. Is I've got the name. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I've got it. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But that's a horror film. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. So. Great afterwards. Yeah, of course. Some Jaws. <laughs> you know, Steve, Steven Spielberg. Jaws. It's kind of a big horror movie. Yeah. Poltergeist. You know. So our big directors have come from horror as well. Horror, I believe, is the genre that is easiest to make because there's so many things you can do to scare people, and it's easy to make a horror film. And you can keep them very low key. You can keep them in a single room, a single location. It's very easy to make from that point of view. I think that's why you get so many 
good actors and directors come from horror. That's probably a completely different podcast, though. Yes, but <laughs> one day. One day in the future. Never know. Anyway, that is my choice for Snicky, um, which was the blob. Oh, that that's the noise. That's the noise from the theme tune. Well done. Yes. Well done. Did it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I'm going to try and do an ad break thing. Like, you know, just tell people how to get in touch with us and that type of stuff. The email address is tdfspod at gmail.com. And all the socials, it's tdfspod. So that's Instagram, X, slash Twitter, whatever you want to call it. That's the noise it makes. If you want to get more from me, just me, without Matt, although he is on an episode of it, you can find me at the My Favourite Film um, website. is www.myfavouritefilm.com, and all the links to that are on there. And I'm going to hopefully, at some point in the future, add a link to this podcast on that website because I don't think we can afford to have another domain name because I'm a cheapskate. So we might just add double feature to my favorite film. Why Why not? No, that's fine. Well, it can be the... You can be under the umbrella of the favorite film podcast group. Yes, that sounds good, doesn't it? The favorite film podcast group. Wow. Yes. And then I can start a business and everything. It'd be great. And then I can stop teaching, and it'll be awesome. T-shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah we're going to have T-shirts. My favourite double I... feature. No. Do, if people want to find me... Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sell yourself, please. I'm <laughs> I'm often wandering the streets in just my pants, but if you want to just see me online, it's at just in your Matt pants. Zitron. <laughs> in my pants. Um, it's at just Matt Zitron on Instagram. That's at J-U-S-T-M-A-T-T-Z-I-T-R-O-N. On the Instagram, wow. and if you find me on anywhere else, uh, I don't use it much, or it's my personal one because I've got kiddies and don't want you to see their faces. Nah. No, 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 don't want that. Right, that is my little ad break. So, the second film of our double feature in our sticky double feature, Matt. Well, I <laughs> there was many, many things I could have chosen. What's <laughs> um, for me as well. Uh, Debbie Does Dallas. No, um, there are so many. That was on my list. And um, like people were suggesting, like Flubber. I could have chosen Ghostbusters, but I think two white men were beard talking about Ghostbusters. Probably done to death. Um, the <laughs> film I went with. Uh, there was many choices linked to this film. Uh, it's from twenty twenty one. It was an exceptionally massive film for that year, if not the biggest film oh. that year. It stars two British actors playing Americans. Actually, more than right. two British actors, three British actors playing Americans. It's an exceptionally popular film. Shall I... Uh, do you want more clues or... Do you know what? Uh, 2021. All right, all right. I'll give you this. I'll give it's you this. because I'm trying to link it to Sticky, and that's probably the problem. It possibly isn't as... Yeah, but when I get this. it, when you hear it, you'll go, uh... Right, so... Go on, then. It is simultaneously, it manages to be the third film in a series, but right. also the eighth film in a series. Have I got that number right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, eighth film in the series. Have you worked it out now? No! <laughs> I'll give it to you. It is Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, because he, yeah, he, he shoots enough. sticky web fluid and he sticks to yeah. wall. Now, yeah. I was originally going to choose uh, either the first or second Raimi uh, films. Yeah. But uh, they've come off all the streamers at the moment. And actually, I felt like I wanted to talk about uh, No Way Home 
just because of what it managed to do. And um, yeah, as a comics fan, I felt I felt I wanted to talk about it because I'm like yeah. OG comics fan before. And strangely, I should have talked about the original Raimi because I was working in a comic shop when the first Raimi Spider-Man came out and I was interviewed by ITV about it, holding a copy of wow. Amazing Fantasy 15. So wow. uh, just to fill in people, if you haven't heard of the biggest film that came out two years ago <laughs> that has had like, two re-releases since. See, it's um, really weird because when you were talking about Sticky, I, I, Spider-Man was one of the first films I thought of as well. So why I then didn't think when you were saying 2021, why I didn't think Spider-Man No Way Home, I have no idea. But there you go. I think because those few years, 2020, 2021, they're, they're like a, yeah. a, a haze for a lot of us. Yeah. Um, they they Possibly, sort of yeah. meld into one blob-like, hey, look, a callback, blob-like oh, nice mega film. year. Yeah. So the plot is, right. after old Tony Stark has passed away at the soul. end of Endgame, God rest his yeah. soul, Peter Parker realises the folly of his fame after being accused of murdering Jake Gyllenhaal at the end of Far From Home and goes to Benedict Cumberbatch and asks him to make everyone forget him. But it all goes awry and all the villains from the older Spider-Man films come back along Mm. with a couple of friends. She told me there was great power. Comes great responsibility. Uncle Ben said it. I was in the Avengers. The Avengers? Yeah. That's great. Thank you. What is that? Wait, you don't have the Avengers? Is that a band? Are you in a band? I worried about spoiling this, and then I thought it it was spoiled before the film came out. That's one of the reasons (laughs) I love this film, is that Disney knew everyone knew that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were coming back. Everyone yep. knew there were leaked photos. Yep. Someone had gone through the trailer. They'd even like wipe them out of the trailer. Yeah. But Disney stuck to their guns and didn't do a thing, didn't market it at all with those in it nope. until it had been out for a nope. while. What's funny about it is that it's the thing when I'm when I pontificate about it, and my dog just sits there going, I can't watch films, I'm a dog. It is such, even though it's a very grand film with all the multiverse mm. stuff and like, mm. it's a proper Spider-Man story. It totally yeah, yeah, yeah. understands the character and his motivations and his reactions to things. Yeah, and it also proves that. Well, I like one of the things I liked about it is it redeemed good actors who weren't in good films. Yeah. So obviously, uh, Thomas Hayden Church in Spider Man 3, which has got some fun bits, but really it's not great. No, uh, Andrew not. Garfield, obviously. Uh, Jamie Foxx, yep. who is juggernaut of uh, the acting world. And Risa Farns doesn't really do much in it, but they use the character well. Yeah. But it, it's sort of weird that they, they've. I mean, it's the first time someone's ever done something, I think, like that. Yes. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, there's there's the cartoon one, the through the Spider Verse or into the Spider Verse, which is kind yeah, of yeah. But this was the way that it was referring yeah. to these other films, and it would it, yes. I mean, it's clever from a money point of view for Sony oh, and Disney yeah. that they, yeah, they yeah. made them all canon. It's just it, it's such a well put together film. All the sort of action sequences work really well. The tone yeah. is great throughout. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think. The Marvel kind of, the thing that everyone 
takes a piss out of is the way that it's like something action, bit of a joke. I mean, that's that's Spider Man. The whole point yeah, of Spider Man is when he, puts, him, yeah. when he puts the mask on, he's a different person. Peter Parker's a yeah. loser, and yeah. Spider Man is cracking wise and all this. It's cool, yeah. And I love yeah. the fact that you had three guys in it playing the same character, but they've all got yeah. their own personalities that are the same but different. Yeah. Yeah. And um last uh episode you talked about um clerks. Your clerks. Which I still cannot keep saying in an American accent. Say it in a Swedish accent, it works. Clerks. 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 Well, Always this, works. I apologize to the Swedish contingent. Clerks in the Um You've gone too far now. I've gone, I've lost it completely. No, but it has a sort of very clerks-like conversation when yeah. the three Spider-Men are sort of talking about their webbing and all that. Yeah. It's sort of lovely. They they sort of like it it, it really exa- it's a very good character examination. But I like the way that they almost discuss the character. It's almost but like inside the actor's studio. And the fact, I mean, Marissa Tomei dying breaks my heart because I love Marissa Tomei and have for many, many decades. But I loved it. You know, it with a lot of these Spider-Man things, the whole Uncle Ben, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Everyone knew it. And it was done the same way in the previous <laughs> single time. series. But doing it this way with... Uh, the, the sort of her going, no, you must realize this. Yeah. And um, it was very much in keeping with the character. And it just makes a good film. Like, um, yeah. Uh, I I mean, he's going to come back, Tom Holland, because he is amazing. Oh, yeah. 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 But you could end it there. And I mean, I, I'm not, I'm being unfair because obviously Zendaya is amazing. There's like a, a, yeah. a female character with agency. Yeah, she needs yeah. saving, but she falls off something and, you know, that's used for a reason. Yeah. But it's yeah. sort of little mates quite helpful and funny and it felt it, it felt like fan service, but with something behind it. It feels less like fan service than The Flash does. Yes. I mean, well, they I, spent I more think, than £16.82 I mean, on the VFX as well. Yeah, I mean, The Flash was supposed to be out before No Way Home. It just took a lot longer to get it off the ground and finally made. But you kind of wonder whether No Way Home would have looked like, oh, they've just done what DC did if they'd managed to get the Flash out earlier. But they didn't. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I think Disney did a lot better of a job of it, it has to be said. I would have liked Michael Keaton to make an appearance again in because I think that was one of the original plans. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm trying to, I I tried to work this out a few times. I think it is, you could technically argue that it is a a sinister six film. So if you don't know comics, Spider-Man's like main villains have changed iteration every so often, but the six of them come together as the sinister six. So trying to work it out that you've obviously got, uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro. Yeah. Uh, Norman Osborn, Green Goblin. Yeah. Uh, you've got, uh, Doctor Octopus. Yeah, you got the lizard, and you got Sandman. Yep. Those are the main ones. But my yep. argument is Mysterio from the last yep. film sort of kicks everything off. So technically, you could say that's a Sinister Six film. I'm holding up six yeah. fingers because I've worked it you out because I need fingers to do this, not a calculator. But yeah, so I think it's also mm-hmm. technically a Sinister Six film. 
I think you could but well lots be of right. Sticky things in Spider Man. Yeah, but Spider Man's very, very sticky. I think that we have got a double feature put together nicely, yes. which would be our sticky blob followed by Spider Man No Way Home. And I think that that's possibly the best way of doing it as well. I think the blob's kind of yes. the B movie starter role, and then the big all action, all out No Way Home as the second film. I think we've got the right order. Yeah, they probably were. I mean, neither of us were alive in '58, but no, no, um, they probably comparably were the same sort of marquee as in. Oh the yeah, big probably film coming out. It probably was at that time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's that's it. That's us done. Sticky. So, with that in mind, we have to get the next episode. So, I've got my random word generator open, ready. I've got my snare drum ready. Yeah. So, do you want to give me a number uh, between one and ten? Do you know what? I'm going to say six, because I was talking about the Sinister oh, Six. Oh, a Sinister Six. Right, you ready then? Here they go. Oh. Oh. Uh, if you could read my face there, you could probably tell what the word is, because this is concern. Concern? Oh. Ooh. Concern. Oh, I thought of a goodie. Oh, have you? I thought of a goodie straight away. Well done, because I haven't. <laughs> Concern. Okay. Well, well I'll I mean, think that, about that one. Yeah. That's the joy of the double feature and this random <laughs> word. If you can tie it to, I mean, we will. I think if people listening, you, you think, well, we could just say anything. But I we think we could. <laughs> you, you could, you know, if the word was. Uh, concern you could go oh, fast and furious i'm concerned at the speed of their driving yeah. but we wouldn't choose that because it's too spurious but we'll, we'll try damn. and get <laughs> so i've just taken that Grimly. um i will um i will promise our listeners that we will endeavor to mm. make it not super spurious i think we've done over the last couple of episodes yeah, we've done quite right. well yeah, I think we, we've done we've done pretty well. I think all of the the three episodes because I realised that one of them wasn't you, but um, yeah, we've got good films. We've got things there that and and we're also going big and small. I mean, if we can go from something like Clerks to something as huge as Spider Man No Way Home, we've we've got some massive yes. films in there. So yeah, yeah, which funny okay. enough have a bit of crossover because of the Ooh, content. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Look at that. We've got all this stuff working together. So that is our third double feature, our sticky double feature of The Blob, followed by Spider-Man No Way Home. Other Spider-Man films could have been added if you can't get the rights to watch them or whatever happens to be happening at the time because, you know, Disney have these problems. That's it. Until next time, I've been Gav Smith. I've been Matt Zitron. And we'll be back next time with more double features. I'm concerned. I really am. Bye. No, I'm very concerned. Bye. Dave, Doc Hallen's been killed. Doc Hallen? What happened? It's over at his place. you got to come now. Oh, wait a minute, Steve. Tell us what happened. Well, I'm trying to tell you. Now, this thing had killed the Doc. Well, what was it? Stop with it, kid. But it's kind of like a... It's kind of like a mass that keeps getting bigger and bigger.